say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. They don't externalize it. They don't talk about, oh, QAnon. They, they take it upon themselves, and that's part of the PSYOP, because they feel it's an attack on them. You know, they feel like, oh, you're, or, or even with Trump raises, racism, which was what the, which was the example that he gave, uh, Chris. He goes, uh, people say that Trump, Trump is a racist, and, and people that are supportive of Trump take that as a personal attack rather than externalizing it and saying, okay, they're talking about Donald Trump. No, they take it personally. What are you calling me a racist? And that's part of the PSYOP, which is insanity. You know, like it's a, it's a very, very complex very very genius level psyop that quite frankly uh you know I, I don't know how many of us are equipped to take apart and uh and really get to the bottom of it but um we're gonna try yeah. all right who's ready for more q more q a non i know you're tired of it i'm tired of it too but i think this is the last show this is the q a non part four Part five, if you're really keeping track. You might be wondering, well, Isaac, where was part three? Part three was on the Patreon. That was a Patreon-only exclusive, which you can, too, also join the team. Patreon.com backslash Illuminati Watcher. And when you get there, you'll look at the list of all the goodies I'm going to give you. And you, for sure, will become the next member, the next supporter of the Patreon team. Then we had sort of a part three and a half, I guess you could say, with, with the revelation that Trump got COVID. And I did a little show on that, talking about the different theories behind that, how Q's 10 Days of Darkness fits in, and the witch hex performed by celebrities, your favorite musicians, on Donald Trump back in 2017. So that was like part three and a half, and then... Today is part four. This is it. We're done. We're not talking about it anymore. I'm done with it. Moving on. Because my man Billy Ray Valentine, our guest, he solved the whole thing, I believe. I'm with him. We recorded this show, and the more I sat and reflected upon the final statement, the final conclusion as to why this was happening, I thought, that Billy Ray Valentine, he's a genius. He's a genius. And I really mean this. And you'll hear it. Teaser, teaser, teaser. It's at the end of the show. But it's going to be worth it. And we're going to go through all kinds of stuff. Talk about division, dividing and conquering. A lot on Cambridge Analytica. And this far-right conspiracy. The deep state QAnon. Little bit on Dr. Kaufman. For truth or drama time. Clinton. Hillary Clinton. The Pizza Gate. The Great Awakening, all those phrases, the storm, drain the swamp, build the wall, lock her up, what do they mean? They're all persuasive statements, some predictive programming, if you will, via Cambridge Analytica and Steve Bannon, Mr. QA not himself. So we're going to get into this show, and look, I always ask you for something in return, 
Today I'm going to ask you to do a solid and go check out my man Billy Ray Valentine's show, Infinite Fringe. You'll enjoy it. I've been on. I've been a guest many times. If you want to start that route, I've been uh, many times. I've been guest on the show, but I'm going to put all the links in the show notes for his show. You can get on Apple Podbean. You can also check him out on Iconic, Iconic.com. That's David Ike's little network, America Unplugged. I think I did uh, an episode of that with him too, if I'm not mistaken. Truth Frequency Radio, or if you're into wrestling, I'm going to get Billy Ray back on to talk wrestling here in the near future. Because as you know, I was on the great Chris Jericho, the champ. I was on Chris Jericho's show, Talk is Jericho. And uh, there's a lot of wrestling conspiracy. We didn't get into it, of course, as much as a, I wish. But uh, we're going to get into that with Billy Ray Valentine in the future. So stay subscribed to my show, too. Don't go leaving me now. Don't go leaving me now. I'm just asking you to go check out Billy Ray and, and listen to him, too. There's room for both of us in your heart. <laughs> so check it out. And I'll have the links to the show notes. Let's get into it. Uh, let's let's find out the truth about QAnon today. Right here, right now. Let's go. Let's take a minute to give some love to our sponsor, BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Is something blocking you from achieving your goals? Because you should have some goals. Some short-termers, some long-termers. You should always be striving to be better. BetterHelp will assess your needs. What do you need? What are your goals? And what they do is they match you up with a licensed professional therapist, which is a huge deal, right? You've heard my spiel on this before. Years of therapy and counseling. I got lucky. I got lucky because uh, right off the bat, I found a good one. But that doesn't happen all the time. I talk to a lot of people about this. Uh, finding the right counselor or therapist is what you need. And that's why BetterHelp is so great because they assess your needs and match you with the right person. Uh, you connect in a safe, private online environment, very convenient, start communicating in under 24 hours. This isn't just self-help, my friend. No, no. This is professional counseling, and you need the pros. Leave <laughs> leave your family out of it. Leave your friends out of this, okay? They don't have the tools to help you. I, I assure you of this. Because once you understand how these things fit together in our world, then you realize, oh, most people have no idea how to communicate or solve problems like this. You need the pros. Trust me on this one. BetterHelp is great because you can send a message to your counselor at any time. You get timely, thoughtful responses. Schedule your weekly video or phone sessions. Never have to go sit in a waiting room wondering what other people's problems are. Wondering what they think your problems are. <laughs> Play this little mental game with the other people, little mental chess. I'm fine, I'm fine, everything's okay, you know? You avoid all that. You just do it from the uh, the convenience of however you want this to look. And it's committed to facilitating great matches, and they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. Like I said, that's very important. This is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available and, of course, this is a worldwide service, like like Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available depending on where you're at. They've got licensed professional counselors specializing in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem. Don't tell me you don't have none of those issues. We all do. And that's totally normal, and it's totally fine. But you got to talk to the pros if you want to try to get past that and move on with your life and get those goals knocked out. 
Anything you share on here is confidential. It's convenient, professional, affordable. Uh, check out the testimonials on the website. Uh, it is not a crisis line. But you can read through the testimonials on the website and see how it's helped other people. In fact, it's helping so many people that they are actually adding counselors in all 50 states. I want you, my dear friend, to start living a happier life today. You can get 10% off your first month. Go to betterhelp.com slash Illuminati Watcher. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Illuminati Watcher, and you get 10% off your first month. I'll post a link in the show notes. And yeah, show our sponsor some love for sponsoring this great show. All right, man. All right, we got Billy Ray Valentine, the great host of Infinite Fridge, the man who, who landed David Icke on the big interview, the big whale. That's a big, that's a big, uh, that's a big to do, man. David Icke's taking the, uh, uh, Pr- uh, unprecedented spot recently you know he's he's become kind of a, a leader of this anti-establishment movement as of recent it seems like from what i see on uh, iconic and stuff you still you still working with iconic over there yeah man i'm still over there i'm okay. still over there doing my thing america unplugged as, as uh every sunday i try to pump out an episode you know and, and try to keep people honest you know that's all <laughs> isaac thanks for having me man it's a it's a it's a pleasure to be on here man i listen all the time yeah, and I, and now, I, as you know, so uh, yeah, it's, it's I appreciate cool to be you, on a podcast that I listen to all the time. Yeah, oh, man, unfortunately, is... I will not listen to this one because I'm on it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. But way, other than man. that, I'm there. Yeah, I don't listen, to, and and I don't I don't do a good job of you know given my my uh, change of environment for working from home. I don't get nearly. I mean, my podcast listening has plummeted. I used to get a lot of podcasting and driving around and doing stuff at work and all that stuff. So my podcast game is slipping. I just do, uh, I've been reading books though, like paper books, you know, old school style. So that's good. Uh, but we're not here to talk about books. We're here to talk about QAnon, the most controversial thing on the planet right now, a raging wildfire of controversy and conspiracy. <laughs> and, uh, as you know, I've, I've done a, two, three shows on QAnon, and I just kind of looked at it from the occult perspective with, the you know, Pepe the Frog and uh, Steve Bannon's occult spirituality, and right, I right, wanted right. to get you on, because I know you took some time to research this stuff, and there's many avenues this QAnon research can go, and I, I'm far from an expert on it. I don't know all the ins and outs and intricacies. I've had plenty of controversy on my social medias, people telling me, I'm an idiot. People telling me that I, this needs to be done. We need to expose the QAnon movement because uh, it's a really divisive thing, man. I want to get your take on it. Well, you, you hit the nail on the head with the word divisive. That is the name of the game. And they have fully succeeded in doing that. We have we have been completely divided on almost every level of society here in the United States and maybe throughout the world. QAnon is spreading worldwide. It's not it's not an American phenomenon anymore. You know, there's there's other countries that abide by it, which I find kind of funny, but it, it is what it is. Listen, people are going to are going to take sides on this and call you an idiot. They've called me an idiot many, many times uh, because of my stance on QAnon. But um, this is part of the game. What we're what's going on here, you know, to to sum it up, really, is a uh, military grade psychological warfare being played on the American public. That that's what it is, you know. And I I like to link QAnon back to that because of some of the players that are involved or that were involved in uh, in the most notable 
um, psychological warfare tactic that was taken, that was performed on the American people, Cambridge Analytica. Um, that, that was done and that's admitted. It's not a conspiracy theory. You can look it up. It's gone mainstream what Cambridge Analytica was and, uh, and what they were used for in order to manipulate, divide, uh, a bunch of other stuff. You know, are you familiar with Cambridge a bit? Yeah, that's what uh Steve Bannon was like, uh man like. I don't know his his role in, in Cambridge Analytica. I want to say he was like running it or the, the I'll give you a little bit. I'll okay. give you a little bit on it, you know, and, and and let you know what what went down, but uh Cambridge is a key here because of what it's it's literally a military grade according to Chris Wiley who was the whistleblower from uh from Cambridge. Um, military grade psychological warfare is what that company engaged in. They had, um, they ran projects in North Africa, in, uh, in Trinidad, in Trinidad, where they were doing, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, they were, they took a sample of the entire population and, and they wanted to see who was, who was doing, uh, crime thought. What's the word for that? I, I'm, I, it's escaping me right now. Um, like uh like precognition stuff or what exactly like people oh, really? that that were thinking about committing crimes they wanted data on that sort of stuff and uh and uh the SEL group which is the parent company of Cambridge Analytica was the one that went in there and did the work um and handed it to the uh, to the Trinidadian government because they wanted they wanted that information you know so and, and they also ran uh projects on Brazil for uh Bolsonaro when he got elected that was a Cambridge Analytica Really? Yeah, that's a Cambridge Analytica work. Uh Brexit is also Cambridge Analytica. No. Yeah, really? man, absolutely. Cuz <laughs> a lot of people who <laughs> you can go look it up. What's up, buddy? In, ca- in case people are uh, unfamiliar with this stuff like Brexit and uh what's the Brazilian guy? Bolsonaro. Bolsonaro, right? right. Like, from what I gather, I dug deep they're very Trump-esque, right? Right. Like, Sort of authoritarian-ish. That's Um, also key. And of course, here in the United States, they got, they got Donald Trump elected. Um, and it's key what you said there. It's all far right. This is a far right conspiracy, right? That's where it comes from. It comes from the far right, but, um, in an effort to divide. If you see, even amongst the alternative community, right? What we're doing, what you and I are doing and what so many other people are doing, and we're coming at it from different, from different places. But if you see that, a lot of us are just pointing our fingers to the Democrats. They are the deep state. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that's the QAnon thing, right? They are the deep state. It's these filthy Democrats that are doing this, you know, and, uh, and even beyond QAnon, just in regular political uh, battles back and forth, the right just points at the Democrats and say that they are the deep state. Alex Jones says they are the deep state. You know, so many other people. Yeah. Um, look, at, look at the Democrats at the deep state. And that is a recent phenomenon. That wasn't the way it was. 10 years ago, as far as I can tell. Yeah, man. For me being involved and listening to to some things, it wasn't, it wasn't that way. It is that way now, but there's a reason for that. And, uh, I think we can point to, uh, a lot of, uh, companies like Cambridge Analytica and the SEL group, uh, in order to get our answers. Go ahead real quick, man, before uh, yeah, dive into yeah, the, any, any uh, the Steve Bannon was uh, affiliated with Cambridge Analytica. And uh, like I said, I, it escapes me his, his role or position, but he was, you know, obviously very influential yeah. in the group from what I recall off the top of my right. head. Um, he, he was more than affiliated, man. He, he named the company. Oh, wow. You know, and I, I'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in a second, but let's, let's hit some of QAnon. And, and I want to say you did an excellent job in that first episode of breaking down a lot of this. So a lot of this is going to be repeated, but I feel it's important to repeat. 
um, because it fits into the narrative and I want everybody to know uh, where my frame of mind is and and uh, and uh, to, to follow the stream of consciousness in order to feel, you know be able to point in the right direction. I, I may be wrong, but there's a lot of really compelling things that we need to look at uh, when it comes to to the manipulation. What I am not what well let me not say that what I feel that I am not wrong about is that uh, QAnon is uh, in my opinion just not legit. You know, and it's and it's uh, here to divide, and it's it's disinformation, it's propaganda. Mm. But um, let's yeah, get to it real quick b- before before, you, before I let you get into that. Uh, and I do want to give the listeners some background. Uh, you and I haven't been like working hand in hand or nothing. Uh, we no. we've done some. We've we've joined up a few times in the past here, right? And uh, one place where we ov- we've been overlapping here, I believe, is sort of. I don't want to say calling out truthers, but it seems to me what my vibe is, and I've been, you know, I've been doing this conspiracy game for about 10 years, and it seems to me that our group is, like you said, we've sort of hitched our wagons to the QAnon thing, and everyone's like, oh, the Democratic deep state, and, you know, they're the bad guys, which, like, I get, I get what they're saying. I mean, when we looked at those leaked emails, it sure did line up nicely, but um, we only received emails only one party got hacked and yeah. <laughs> and what and when you, we go back through like you know a few months back you had a very controversial show with uh dr kaufman right. from what i recall and <laughs> i've kind of I, I was critical of dr kaufman too he was he was out there basically saying covid wasn't and i don't want i'm opening a giant can of worms here but he was more or less saying mm-hmm. that covid wasn't real it was just normal exosomes from the lungs and i tried to make right. sense of it but i'm not a doctor i don't understand this medicine talk and uh anatomy biology stuff but i would i had a lot of questions about it and and you know i think you were a little more critical of it whereas most of our <laughs> truther brothers and sisters were like yep yep whatever yeah. you know this guy telling the truth and he's you know covid's fake and i and i and you and me, me were kind of the only voices i mean i'm sure there was other voices but like in my circle of people i follow were the only ones kind of like trying to call out the, the truthers that were not not being truthful, right? And right, or or yeah. or not, or just accepting things, just without, accepting things without exactly. really digging yes. into it. Yeah, and, that, and that's, know, um, that's what I think our job as truthers are is to be critical of everything, even our own people. Right, and a lot of exactly. a lot of our own people don't they're not critical enough, for, in my opinion, which is why we're talking about QA on today because there's not a lot of us out here uh, really trying to deep dive to understand is this real or is this a psyop. So anyway, go right. ahead with your go ahead with your. Uh, your layout here. No, 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 man. Thank you, bro. And uh, and j- just to touch on on Kaufman, he went he went further than to say that the COVID wasn't real. He says the infectious diseases, infectious viruses aren't real. That it's not a thing. Right. You know, yeah, and, and that's, that's why I was like, wait, this is a little this is a little uh, dangerous. You can get somebody sick by doing this. You know, and and I'm open to everything. I want to hear it, but don't present it as a fact. You know, and, and uh, I think that was a one of my biggest. Uh, my biggest peeves with him, but also, you know, he was charging ridiculous amounts of money and I, I, I couldn't put that together. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, you, you had something to say. I heard you. So I don't know if you want to say yeah, it. And yeah, then, yeah. There was a germ theory is, uh, see, I, I saw little splashings of this idea in the truth of community now that we're questioning germ theory, which like, again, uh-huh. like I'm certainly no doctor. I don't, I don't know Me the neither. ins and outs of this whole thing, but like, to think that there's no germs, like that seems kind of bizarre to me. It's kind of like we're going into <laughs> flat earth territory now where like, you know, and I'm the first one to question science and scientists, but like 
good God, man, come on. Like, yeah. <laughs> some of this science is true. Yeah. You know, and um, uh, I just I just felt like a lot of us and, and me included, I fall into these things all the time, you know, and but I felt like a lot of us uh, just saw a video and decided, damn, this is right. Yeah. And went with it. And I think I think QAnon and that bears a lot of parallels, man. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah, most um, definitely. But and, and there's a lot of really good people that are into QAnon. There's a lot of really good people that have uh, researched it and and uh, done a lot of things. I mean, while we may have opposing views, I, I think a lot of people are coming at it from from a good place. Yeah, I you agree. Know, and, I agree. And uh, and what Cambridge Analytica has managed to do, you know, and, and I, I would I would urge everybody to listen to a, a book called Listen to or Buy um, uh, or or read. I should say there's a book called Mindfuck by by Chris, uh, Chris Wiley. And he says uh, that w- one of the one of the things they tried to do was uh, internalize the attack. Right. Weaponize the emotion. And when when I say something about QAnon. You know, people aren't, um, aren't, 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 uh, they don't externalize it. They don't talk about, oh, Q on on. They, they take it upon themselves. And that's part of the psyop because they feel it's an attack on them. You know, they feel mm. like, oh, you're, or, or even with Trump raises racism, which was what the, which was the example that he gave, uh, Chris. He goes, uh, people say that Trump, Trump is a racist and, and people that are supportive of Trump take that as a personal attack. Rather than externalizing it and saying, okay, they're talking about Donald Trump. No, they take it personally. What are you calling me a racist? And that's part of the PSYOP, which is insanity. You know, like it's a, it's a very, very complex, very, very genius level PSYOP that quite frankly, uh, you know, I, I don't know how many of us are equipped to take apart and, uh, and really get to the bottom of it, but, um, we're going to try. Hmm. Yeah, man. Most definitely. I, I've experienced that in my personal life, man. I, Talk to people that are uh, QAnon, pro QAnon, and uh, man, I can tell it's like it's it's striking deep, man. This is like talking politics and religion now, and it's like whoa, right. like and and my whole attitude is always like, like I'm open to hearing the QAnon stuff, but like, where's the proof? This dude, this QAnon made how many hundreds of predictions and cryptic <laughs> statements, and where's the proof that any of these actually happened? And right, it's like right. and it, I could make if I made as many predictions as QAnon. I guarantee you I'd have a higher percentage of ones that actually hit. Like, this is crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. And, and, and that's part of the problem, right? So, but anyway, let, let me get into it real quick, right? So before QAnon, and you touched on this on the first, uh, the first show, there, there were several others that went out there and did this and tried to be the QAnon, right? And this was on 8chan and on 4chan, originally on 4chan. Right. Where it's it's a it was at, at the time anyway, I don't know. I've never been on 4chan, but it was the the um the what is it, the wild, wild west. You know, there was no regulation. People were whoever they wanted to be, you know, and uh, there was no checks and balances. Right. It, it, people could go on there and say whatever the hell they wanted. So uh, this is where it came from. Right. And uh, there were there were several incarnations of QAnon before QAnon. Right. And you touched on on the biggest one, I think, FBI Anon. Which was the one that made the initial prediction that Hillary Clinton was going to go to jail, that she was going to be captured and go and, and taken to jail. And that that point, the Hillary Clinton connection is key, is key. So I want you to keep that in your mind. The Hillary Clinton is going to jail connection there. There was also um, pamphlet Anon. There was White House. Um, what is this? White White House insider Anon. CIA Anon. I mean, 
<laughs> there was a couple others. There was one called HLIA Anon, you know, and that's high level insider Anon, you know, um, and these were all uh, operating before QAnon. So one starts to think, what happened? What, what, why did they rebrand, right? Like, why did, uh, did they have to change their name? Why were they not as, as successful as QAnon, right? And, uh, then came QAnon after that. And, and, uh, um, it's, so uh, it's Q, what is it? Wait, hold on. Q Clearance Patriot is what, what QAnon is. That's the actual name. Q Clearance from, uh, from the energy department, apparently. That's, that's where that, hold on for a second. Sorry about that. That's where that comes from, from the energy department. That clearance that, uh, Q was supposed to have. And that's why Q was supposed to know all these things because he's, he's privy or, or she or them or it is privy to different things because of their clearance. But turns out that that clearance is only for, for the energy department, which is weird as hell to me. I can't really explain it. Um, and, but nobody else has really tried to explain it, uh, mm-hmm. either. Then we have, um, you know, the, the whole mystique around it, right? The where we go one, we go all, right? Is their tag, right? Uh, and, um, and uh, all these other things that come straight out of this freaking movie. Hold on. Why am I getting these phone calls? My apologies. My phone's blown up too, man. Someone's trying to sabotage us. I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies, brother. Anyway, like I, I, we talked a bit before we went on air to see if I can play this clip, but I, I really think we should play it because it, it bears out a lot of what QAnon is doing right now. Um, so let me cue it up. It, it's called White Squall. It's a 1996 movie. Uh, and you could look, you could find a trailer on YouTube. And it's from uh, Jeff uh, Bridges and Scott Wolf. They were the um, the actors. And uh, who was the director that we spoke about? I forget his name. Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. There you go. Ridley Scott was the director. And, and uh, Isaac has broken down Ridley Scott on several occasions here. So you know where that comes from. So listen to this real quick. Let me cue it up. The ship beneath you is not a toy. Sailing's not a game. So what the hell do Bill's character, Mr. Preston, of which you are in desperately short supply. They came from different places. And this Ocean Academy isn't recognized as accredited. It'll be a good thing, Dad. They sailed for different reasons. I don't want to be what I was when I left. There you go. Anonymous. But there was only one way. We'll do it together. I can't. Climb! To survive on his ship. I will challenge them. And they will come together. Become a team. We go one, we go all. Because where he was taking them. What are they doing? Claiming their place in the world. Could not be measured in miles. Now, I'm sure people caught some of that and uh, and were a little surprised, right? By by listening to this movie uh, trailer. And uh, first thing that sticks out is uh, he's like um, uh, the Scott Wolf. He's uh, he's talking on this boat and he's saying, I don't want to go back to be something that I was. And like, what's that? He's like anonymous. I don't want to be anonymous. And uh, then you hear the phrase where we go one, we go all right. It's like a, a rally cry, how how together you are. And that's part of the QAnon narrative that all of these people are together in a fight against the deep state. But it came right out of this freaking movie. That's great. I mean, that's <laughs> this uncanny. Was in 1996. Go ahead, buddy. Do, do the. um. Well, first off, Ridley Scott. I mean, he's so he's illuminated confirmed, right? This is the guy right. who gave us the movies Blade Runner, Alien, 
Prometheus and uh, uh, Raised by Wolves, which I'm, st- I'm still hacking through. I got a, the finale aired, I guess, and I, I'm like three episodes behind, uh, which so far it's you know pretty significant as far as like occult, uh, alien birthing kind of ideas. Um, but second, I, surely the QAnon followers know about this movie. Do, do they have a, a, I don't want to say an excuse or do they, like, what are they, what's their take on it? I wonder. Well, most of them don't know. Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't familiar with it either, man. Most of them don't know. Huh. And, and that's a part of this. Like, and Isaac, like I know you and I know me, we've been wrong about many, many things mm-hmm. in the past. And we've fallen into rabbit holes that, you know, weren't very productive. So I, I want to let people know that it's not, this is not me. And it, cause this is, like I said, it's part of the, of the psyop. I'm not, I'm not trying to attack anybody. You know, I'm just looking at this, this psyop that's being run, run against us and trying to, to see where it came from. You know, that's all, you know, so I, I don't want anybody to get triggered by this. Inevitably it's going to happen, but, but I just want to put that out there. Yeah. And what's I, curious is Ken Ami on the uh, Twitter just yesterday, the day before, he, he made the uh, curious connection that was right in front of our faces that Q is a character on James Bond. And, oh, yeah, that's right. That's and right, uh, yeah. Q made his first movie appearance on, I believe it was from Russia with Love, which is very ironic. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it could be this Q thing is just some kind of someone. And 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 this is, again, this sort of fits into the, the narrative that Steve Bannon is QAing on because Steve Bannon, uh, he was infiltrating Hollywood with uh, Citizens United and right, they, right. they made a whole bunch of documentaries and like their whole thing was to use Hollywood against Hollywood because Hollywood's always this big liberal propaganda machine. And, you know, according to, according to that, which I'm not disagreeing with it, but the uh, Steve Bannon was like, no, we're going to use their own weapons against them. If you're like me, you're a sucker for mysteries, true crime. And once you put me back into a period piece with those old, flapper 1920s era time frame you got me i'm all yours so let me tell you about this game called june's journey we're going to escape to a bygone age of mystery danger and romance as you immerse yourself into the world of june's journey a hidden object mystery mobile game that puts your detective skills to the test play as june parker and investigate beautifully detailed scenes of the 1920s while uncovering the mystery of her sister's murder with hundreds of mind-teasing puzzles. The next clue is always within reach. Now, one thing I like is that it sharpens your vision to look for objects. In case I I ever make it on uh, one of these reality contest shows, I got to harness my puzzle skills and my visual acuity. And, and I, I learned what a pavilion, <laughs> when I was playing the game, I learned what a pavilion was. It's, it's basically a gazebo. I didn't know that. So I'm learning. All right. In each level, you search for hidden objects in New York parlors or, or uh, Paris sidewalks, trying to figure out this scandalous family secret of how June's sister died. It's got some mystery. It's got some danger. It's got some romance. I got the game on my phone right now, and I'm on chapter three, and I'm looking for clues on this crime scene photo because we're gonna we're gonna figure out who did this, and you're gonna love it. They play real like mad chill music, so it's kind of relaxing too. You get to customize your little luxurious estate with gardens and buildings and such. So look, if you're into detective work, solving clues, finding clues, scandalous family secrets. Uh, you just want a fun little escape from the dreaded day job or whatever. 
this is your game. I enjoy playing it at the end of the day when I'm chilling in bed trying to unwind because it's just a nice little escape kind of game for me. And not only that, poor June, she needs my help to figure out how her sister died. And guess what? June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. So, like, it wouldn't shock me that he uses some of the Hollywood ideas and characters to roll up this secret identity of as Q. Well, we're going to break into Steve Bannon in just a second. Oh, good. Because good. he is key, in my opinion, to the narrative here, to, to what's going down to the whole freaking PSYOP, right? And Cambridge Analytica. So Cambridge Analytica is, you know, out of Cambridge University, right? Or at least they operated there. It, it's a, it's an offshoot of the SCL group, right? Which um was is the parent company, and they have ties to uh, British uh, military intelligence, and they did they used to run jobs for the military. It's what they did, mm. you know. Um, uh, Steve Bannon went ahead and made a connection with a man named Alexander Nix. Alexander Nix was the head of uh, the SEL group. And, um, they started talking back and forth. And, uh, uh, Alexander Nix wasn't exactly the greatest guy in the world. <laughs> you know, he's really rich and, uh, he was an asshole, uh, according to, to Chris Wiley. Uh, but, um, they sent Chris, you know, to, uh, to go, um, you know, be, be the guy that's going to talk to, uh, to, uh, to Bannon. And, uh, Bannon said that, you know, if, if what they were able to do, if, if, if they, if what they said they were able to do, was real. He said that he could get the Mercers to uh, contribute some money. That's Bob Mercer and um, and his daughter. You know, these are big, big, very, very rich uh, right wing contributors, like incredibly rich. So um, they brought everybody together, Steve Bannon, and uh, he got Nick's over there. He got Wiley over there and and um, and uh, the Mercers and they had a, a dinner of sorts and they came to uh to the end of the dinner and the Mercers were ready to, ready to invest anywhere from 15 to $20 million to start. And, uh, they went back and, and created the offshoot and Alexander, I mean, um, Bannon named it Cambridge Analytica. He gave it its name, right? Like it's a bit deceptive about his role, but he was the point person. You know, he, he was the guy that put everything together. The Mercers threw money at it is all. But it was all Bannon's idea. It was Bannon's brainchild. And hmm. uh, apparently what they were trying to do was get uh, Ted Cruz as uh, as the, you know, to run for president. And for some reason that fell apart. And then they brought in Donald Trump. And that's when things get really, really interesting. Huh. Um, right. And uh, so Cambridge Analytica uh, worked through um, Facebook. And I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with this, with the fix, the Facebook scandal. And, uh, and, uh, you know, how they were leaking information left and right and all other stuff. But it was a social media in general. Well, uh, Cambridge Analytica claimed to have 5,000 data points on every American, on every single one, 5,000 data points. And, uh, and they would, uh, use that information in order to manipulate society or, 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 uh, you know, mold it in a way that they saw fit. Right. You can call it evil. It, it, it is kind of evil because you're taking advantage of other people. But these people don't see it that way. They see it like they're they're recreating society for the better. 
right? And uh, now they had the tools to do it because they knew what every American did because all of us gave all our information out. And what we did, you know, like, oh, I'm at, I'm at a diner right now. Let me take a picture of what I'm eating and upload it. Oh, oh, look, I'm, um, I'm at Disney right now, you know, or I just woke up this morning and I'm not feeling so hot and I got to post it, you know. So we post our entire live stories there. So now they know what makes us tick. (laughs) It's really that simple. But it's, it's very complicated because they, they drew up a program that was like the Sims, but for real people. And they were able to predict how people were going to react. And they were able to predict what they were going to do after that reaction. And they were able to take out certain things um, uh, from from the formula in order to get people to go in a different direction. Like li- literally leading us around with a, you know, with a piece of cheese. Man, that's wild. There, there was that um, emotional contagion uh, Facebook think- experiment that I think happened in like, it was like 2014, 2013. Um, and that was kind of the first time that we heard the idea that social media could influence us. Uh, and I was, I was real heavy on it when it, when it first was sort of released, when they first started talking about it, because I was really into this whole idea of a transhumanism matrix and the idea that, you know, the end game is uploading digital consciousness to a system. And, uh, if you want to get real paranoid about COVID stuff, like that could be where this leads. Cause they, they sure are insistent that things will never be the same again. And, and I, and I don't, blo- I don't buy any of that, by the way. I, I think that, um, um, the, 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 the human connection is very important in our lives. And like, no one's, no one's scared enough of COVID to be like, Oh, okay, cool. I'll just stay in my house forever. Um, because in the movie surrogates with Bruce Willis, that's kind of what that world looks like is people are in their homes and they strap on the VR helmet and they go into the virtual world where everything is, you know, you could be your avatar and do whatever. And, you know, it's this whole fantasy that that's going to be great. But like, I think, uh, the human mind isn't willing to accept that level of connection. And we need more connection than that and real genuine human, uh, you know, time or whatever you want to call it. But anyway, well, I hope you're right. I, I, really I hope I'm right too, man. <laughs> Cause that scares the shit out of me. The idea of like, we're just going to, sh- slowly slip on our virtual reality helmets and never literally walk out of our homes again. That's terrifying to me. What scares me, Isaac, is that I think the genie might be out of the bottle right now, and I don't know how we put it back in. You know, in, in so many different situations, like even if uh, in our, our political world right now, you, you see what's going on. It, it's freaking mayhem. Oh, dude, it's nuts. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how like we fix this. this. Yeah, this is, and this is, um, you know, I, I Forgive me, I don't know how long you've been in like this sort of conspiracy realm, but like I've only really been in it for about 10 years, you know, casually. Before that, it was like I questioned 9-11 a little bit, but didn't really, you know, get too too hardcore into things. But I, I've never seen anything like it, man. Since since Kobe died in, was it, January, everything's just been on fire. It, right. There's so many people digging into conspiracy now. And all the social medias are like doubling down on their uh, censorship stuff. Uh, I don't know, man. Things are really chaotic and, and really crazy. And uh, I've never been, I've never been, I, I'm always trying to be the voice of reason to be like, well, I don't think things are going to be that bad. But man, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Man. I wouldn't bet a ton of money that things are going to be totally stable and normal, you know, in 2021. Agreed. 
Agreed. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how we bounce back from this, but you mentioned Kobe, you know, at, at the top of this. And ever since Kobe died, everything went to hell. Right. David Stern died before him. Right. David Stern died on December. I mean, on uh, on January 1st. Mm. You know, he, he passed away. So that, that might have kicked it off. But but uh, people look to attach themselves to every major event and make a conspiracy out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you want to talk about, you know, the Kobe's death and uh, and uh, put some connections together and say, hey, food for thought. Yeah, I guess I, I guess we can go with that. Yeah, but there was a lot of weird as, connections with China. Uh, he had a lot of strange connections with China. Right. He did. He did. Uh, and uh, but uh, but uh, he was also, you know, uh, a legend in the NBA and the NBA has a lot of connections with China. You know, so that can be easily explained. Right. But um, people are looking for the sensational nowadays. For some reason, I don't know. I mean, I guess we need, we need answers, right? Mm. I mean, and, uh, we're going with whatever people present that sounds better to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think Kobe Bryant kicked off this whole thing, even though his, his death came in January, early in the year. But you will, you will find other people out there that will say it was a giant ritual to start mm-hmm. the coronavirus and do this whole deal. Um, I don't subscribe to that. Yeah. I don't, I don't see, I don't see this, proof of that either myself, but. Um, it was definitely a, uh, a strange death. He was a strange, he had strange connections to the occult is what I found curious with his books and stuff. Right. I heard those programs that you did and, um, and, uh, the books that he were, that he was writing. The occult is all over this, right? So whether it's inadvertent or not, it's all over. You can find it because it's just, it's just everywhere. Yeah. Well, that, and that, and that ties us into the latest news that, uh, Donald and Melania, now have covid and right. and, and like i what i found curious is that uh this young pretty woman that works for donald trump was the first one to have it and then trump's right. got it which eh, made me question a lot of things that was <laughs> going on over there but anyway um yeah like some now, more oval office shenanigans or something going <laughs> well, on there, you know there's some wouldn't put it past but the right. uh the, if you recall in 2016 it was like pure chaos up till election day of like, uh, uh, you know, hacked emails and then uh, investigations and then Comey and then pizza. It was just like the whole month of October was just bananas. And right. this is like to start off the October, October 1st, when we got the full moon, Trump comes out and says he's got COVID. The bizarre timing of that on top of, oh you know, for he more or less was playing it down this whole time since it started as that's his own words. Um, he was playing it up. He played it down. He he's all over the place. He's, he's the epitome of 1984 up is down, down is up. <laughs> he will say whatever, whatever is on his mind and, and, and people will believe it. Yeah. You know, man. um, so let me, let me finish up with this, right? Yep. So, uh, so Mr. Bannon was an integral part in Cambridge Analytica. Now, um, I want to circle back to, uh, to Pizzagate because you brought it up and I almost forgot. You can find the roots of QAnon with Pizzagate and you already laid that out, but it goes further than that. What Pizzagate it does is, is like, it's almost like an umbrella. It picks different conspiracies and merges them into one, you know, and, uh, and ultimately leads you down a different path, right? So some, some conspiracies are supposed to lead you to the truth. Uh, and that's debatable. But this one definitely leads you to Donald Trump and, and the far right, you know, and that the, the Democrats are the deep state. That's where it leads you. But they harvest people from Pizzagate, people from uh, the JFK, uh, junior, 
uh, death, you know, uh, people from even 9-11 truth, you know, look at the latest, what was it, uh, Wayfair, that, that, that came straight out of a QAnon person that, that made it up, made it up from, you know, just out of the blue, just decided to type something up and boom. Uh, and that came straight out of QAnon and we, uh, what is it, the child trafficking thing has been co-opted by QAnon. Mm-hmm. And there is tra- child trafficking that goes on, but I, I think QAnon does it a disservice, to be honest with you, because people start uh, dis- uh, discrediting, it, discrediting it because because it's affiliated with QAnon, you know. And uh, while there are real things going on that we can be concentrating on, like you know the Franklin scandal, or or uh, there's a couple of others. I, f- I forget. Um, John Brissom is always um, researching one. The Finders, boom. You know, you can mm-hmm. you can go down those routes, you know. But instead, we're doing. I don't know what the hell we're doing. Right. But it, it, it's important to to lay out that it came from Pizzagate. And there's a lot of things in Pizzagate that we still don't know. And uh, the government owes us answers for them. So I don't want to I don't want to belittle Pizzagate. I, I, I would still like to know what the hell all that crap meant. But yeah, um, same. Yeah, same. Right. Right. But, but, but it's been co-opted and used by by QAnon. That was the birth of QAnon. Now. Um, Mr. Bannon uh, incorporated uh, Cambridge Analytica to this whole thing, and they told Donald Trump they pretty much handed him a script, right? Because uh, that's what Cambridge does. They had their pulse. They had the pulse of the people, 5,000 data points on every American. And they had uh, a group of people called the persuadables, which could have been persuaded either way, you know, to, to vote for Trump or not. And they knew what to do with those. There was a, There's a, a story that broke not too long ago that uh, they were – isolating black people. They didn't want black people to vote. I'll get the name that they gave to them in just a second, Cambridge Analytica. But um, they didn't want black people to vote because they were afraid that they would not vote for Donald Trump. Right. So they gave Trump a, a list of things pretty much to say. And, uh, you know, build a wall was one of them that came out of Cambridge oh, Analytica. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, um, lock her up. You know, uh, lock her up. And, and I always go back to my pro wrestling roots with this because Donald Trump is fantastic in front of people, you know, and he can, he can manipulate people just, just by his charisma. He can get people going because he's incredibly charismatic and he gets up there and he's like, we are going to lock her and the whole audience erupts, you know, and they start following him. Like if it was a, a WWE promo or something. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it totally was. was up there. Smell, smell what the rock is cooking, and everybody goes nuts. That's what that's what Trump did. And that, and that's un, and that yeah, that's unheard of from a politician to leverage it to that length. And I'm and I'm I'm always intrigued by what the man has to say. I think he's funny. I think he's very entertaining. <laughs> he is. Man. Uh, he is. I would never take that away from him. He's definitely lays out the most interesting speeches, whether you love him or hate him or agree with him. <laughs> uh, he's definitely the most entertaining Absolutely. politicians. Never know what he's going to say. And it's always super entertaining when he says it anyway, (laughs) unless unless you're triggered to the moon, which is very possible, too. But um, (laughs) what do they call it? Trump derangement syndrome or whatever. Right. right. Trump derangement syndrome. And and my boy, Don Jeffries, calls it uh, Trump enablement syndrome on the other side. So we have Trump derangement syndrome and Trump enablement syndrome. And he's absolutely right. But um, they also gave us drain the swamp, you know. You hear you hear things like that. And that came straight from Cambridge Analytica. And they told him, hey, listen, this is what you need to do. These are the people you need to target in order to, uh, you know, uh, get into the presidency. Pretty much. He's like, if you if you do these things, you know, it'll definitely boost your chances. And he went out there and he was perfect for the role because of his charisma 
and because of what he can do, th- th- he, there's no morality here. He, he didn't care, care if he was lying or not to the American people. He just wanted to get into office. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, and the, um, and so, the enabler, the uh, Trump enablement syndrome types would respond to that and say, well, that's what politicians do. They lie. And, right. right. Um, this is this is pushing the envelope. Oh, and and before I forget, we were talking about the idea that Steve Bannon is QAnon and Steve Bannon is using the techniques of Hollywood against itself. And right. we talked about, you know, the phrases of QAnon coming from uh, the white squall movie. Uh, I did an Instagram live and I had watched Shrek for the first time in, you know, 15 years or whatever it was. And, and in the movie Shrek, he's, he's talking about swamps and he's building a wall around this little thing. <laughs> and I said, is this some kind of Trump thing? And I was joking, yeah. but now I'm starting to second guess it. It's like. That's dope. We, we need to look into that, man. We really do. And, and maybe we'll find out where the hell this whole thing is coming from. Yeah, man. You know, but, but uh, you have anything, anything left? No, man. It's just my dumb Shrek comparison. That just adds fuel <laughs> to dope, my though. Shrek fire. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want, I've, you wouldn't believe that I've never seen Shrek. Oh, I don't believe that. That's, that's I've never, wild. I've never seen it. So I have to go back and do that. It but anyway, they gave him all of this pretty much. They armed him. That, that's why they hired Cambridge. And uh, they did their job, you know, and uh, they did it with Brexit. You know, they're very effective. They did it in North Africa. You know, they did it in, in, uh, in Brazil. Now, and they t- actually ran, uh, an experiment in Virginia before, before, um, they took on the Trump job, you know, just to see what they could do because apparently Virginia had the right amount of, of, uh, of, uh, diversity there. Yeah. And, and they can get a pulse on mostly everyone in America by just running uh you know a, a trial on virginia which was yeah. super interesting you know and uh this is how the man got in yeah. you know but th- and then we roll on and, and we start seeing the q phenomenon pop off right and and uh everybody no matter what he does right there was the storm we've been waiting for the storm to come donald trump said this in in uh i don't know photoshop a, a photo op said something about the storm the storm is coming and then they ran with it and uh we've, we've been waiting for the storm to come for four years you know, indictments, the sealed indictments. It hasn't happened. Hillary has not gotten locked up. Okay. And, and that was key. I said that at the beginning of the podcast, you know, um, Hillary had not gotten locked up. Look, look what FBI Anon put out initially before there was even a QAnon. It was all centered around Hillary Clinton. Look at, um, at Pizzagate. It was centered around Hillary Clinton. And now we, we branch over to Cambridge Analytica. And what do they tell Donald Trump to do? To talk about Hillary Clinton and locking her up. You know, there's a connection there. I mean, there's deeper connections, of course, because Steve Bannon could possibly be Q. But uh, I, I want to talk about uh, Michael Flynn in just a second, because uh, he was also employed by Cambridge Analytica. Right. Okay, and uh, okay. I, I was shocked. Right. I, I was shocked to, to find this out. The guy was employed by Cambridge Analytica. Apparently, he he denied that he got paid by them. At one point, and then he amended it and said, yes, yes, I, I, I did get money from Cambridge Analytica. And Michael Flynn is one of the main uh, personas in the QAnon movement. So now they have a thing called uh, uh, Take the Oath. That was a thing a few months ago. I don't know if it's died down a bit uh, lately, but people were taking the oath. Are you familiar about Are you familiar with this? I've, I've heard it and seen it in memes and stuff, <laughs> right, of, of right. Q stuff. I, I don't really know what it means, though. No, they're taking an oath to be digital warriors. Now, digital warriors is a phrase that's important because it came straight out of a Michael Flynn speech. 
They want to be digital warriors and uphold the Constitution. But it's digital warriors, uh, you know, to back Donald Trump. Hmm. Right. And we got Michael Flynn pushing that narrative. But it, it goes a bit further. Right. So we, we got people taking the oath online, literally going on YouTube, raising up their hand and taking the oath to become digital warriors. They're on YouTube. They're on freaking Facebook. They were on Twitter all over the place. Um, before, uh, you know, the, the hammer came down and a lot of these people got banned, but there are a lot of these people still on there. If you look, if you, if you know where to look and they had an amazing followings, Isaac, I mean like a hundred thousand, 200,000, 300,000 subs, nuts, nuts Wow. before, before they were talking about, uh, Q, before they talked about QAnon, they didn't have that. They started talking about QAnon and all of a sudden, boom, right up to the moon. How did that happen? But anyway, yeah, that's, and, and, and to, real briefly, that's okay. something I've got a lot of grief from people about um, how, oh, I'm just talking about Q to, you know, uh, for for my own gain. And that's what these people don't understand. It's like, no, there's plenty of examples out there of people that that go on board with the QAnon movement to increase their popularity. I, if anything, I'm losing followers because of this. Like, this is not a okay. popular thing to talk about in the truth or community. Yeah, we're doing it the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We, well, we should be happy. I mean, we, we should fully embrace it and, and get like a ridiculous amount of followers as a result, but we're doing it the wrong way. And just like you said, like you stand to lose listeners now over this. It's yeah. not, it's not something that you're going to gain listeners from. Yep. Totally. So, so you were anyway, talking about digital so, um, warriors and taking the oath and, uh, yeah. there's all these people doing it. So Michael Flynn, not too long ago, and you can find the footage. Now, now we got to remember. Michael Flynn is just, is not just a regular guy. First off, he was employed by Cambridge Analytica for one, but, uh, most notably, he was the, the national security advisor to Donald Trump. Th this is not a regular guy. This is, you know, <laughs> this is not somebody on the internet, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, amazing Polly or somebody like that, that, um, that goes after Q and, uh, not goes after them, but subscribes to them and, and puts out a narrative. Michael, uh, Michael Flynn is completely different. Um, He's online with his entire family, Isaac, taking the oath, taking the oath on the 4th of July for, for, uh, to be a digital warrior for QAnon thing. Yep. And then he, then he ends it with where we go one, we go all. Oh, wow. Like, and then, what is going on here? Well, he did get it. Like, I, like, again, I don't follow this that, that hardcore, but mm -hmm. he, he was in trouble. And then didn't he get exonerated or? Yes, he did. Yeah. Okay. Even though it's still, it's still, uh, they're still going back and forth with things, but it, yeah, he did get exonerated to a certain extent, but he got up there and did that. Where we go, one, we go all, he signs his books where we go, one, we go all, um, somebody had sent me, um, a book that they got signed by Michael Flynn and uh, he wrote it. He said, best to you. And, and he put where we go, one, we go all in its initials, you know? And, uh, I'm always, I'm thinking, I'm like this guy, wh why is he subscribing to this? Apparently now the, the, one of the, one of the CIA guys that was involved in the bin Laden raid or in the, in, in, uh, in chasing bin Laden. Now he's a QAnon, oh. uh, subscriber. There are how many people running for, uh, for Congress that are full on QAnon, um, subscribers that they, they openly embrace QAnon and, uh, they've made it fa fairly far. You know, um, in, in coming into office, this is why th this is becoming an issue. Hmm. But now we got Steve Bannon and we got Michael Flynn, both, um, 
coming straight out of Cambridge Analytica to manipulate perception, right? And uh, then we have the QAnon movement, you know, and it's easy to make the connection of, of a Steve Bannon and a Michael Flynn involved with QAnon just based on what they've done before, right? And then uh, clearly Michael Flynn is involved with QAnon. Like, I mean, there's no other way to, there's no. no debate on this. You don't get up there and do that for fun. You know, no. he did, it's not like he did it on Halloween or on April Fool's Day. He did it on July 4th. <laughs> right. You know, he got up right. there and did that. You know, and, and uh, you, you um, made reference to a couple of things from Steve Bannon and how, you know, esoteric, you know, he could be or, or spiritual of sorts, quote unquote. You know, um, his, uh, one of his uh, main principles of what he believes, according to, according to uh, Mindfuck by Chris Wiley, is that uh, he's uh, – uh, a chaos, uh, an agent of chaos. He believes in, in chaos, right? And out of chaos comes, uh, order. Where have we heard this before, right? I mean, it's, uh, this is around our, our, our community for the longest of time. Um, he subscribes to this dude n- named Mencius Malbug. All right. It's a far right, uh, a far right, um, personality pundit of sorts. And, uh, Bannon loves him. And this guy says, um, where's this quote? Let me get this quote for you. Nonsense is a more effective um, organizing tool than the truth. This hmm. is what this guy said. And this is somebody that Steve Bannon openly subscribes to. And he says, out of order will come, out of chaos will come order. This is a, a, a Malbug uh, uh, subscribes to this too. Wow. Right. And boom, there you have it, brother. Like, I mean, it's what is QAnon doing? Causing mass chaos. What did Cambridge Analytica pull off in the American, uh, in, in, in the country of the United States? Mass chaos. Look at this. Look at, look at what's going on. But it's the rebirth of something. Something else is coming. The new day, the new order, right? Oh, jeez. That's what uh, we're going to see. It's also terrifying. There, there's a, very terrifying. there was a, I don't know if you saw on HBO, they had a show called Agents of Chaos. It was like a two part right. thing. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and they basically talk about all these things. And um, I want to say it was on that show that they talked about how they weaponized this chaos. Um, or maybe it was on the Pepe the Frog documentary. But either way, it's, the, the point holds up that they're weaponizing chaos and magic sigils. And uh, it's all done to cause this sort of anguish and make people... Uh, physiologically and psychologically uncomfortable with the example being the the frog for example pepe the frog it was this cartoon thing and these four channers would depict pepe as you know hitler or doing horrific things to, to pe- racist things all these awful things right and then the mainstream picks up on it and posts the image on the news and the, the masses are like oh my god that's disgusting why, why would you do this and to the people who follow this, they like the anguish this causes because on one hand, they're like, um, they're like, oh, look at you. You're scared of a frog. This is just a joke that we do. Ha ha ha. But then on the other hand, it is used to intimidate people and to make them scared. So like whoever is the subject of, you know, the audience of this, it causes a certain amount of weird anguish. And they like that. That causes severe chaos in the, uh, the the mental construct of the masses when you can do this sort of thing of like, oh, I was just kidding. And you see uh, a lot of things that Donald Trump has said, like he, he just in the debates the other day when 
when uh, Biden was like, oh, yeah, you're talking about injecting bleach. And Trump's like, I was just kidding. And <laughs> and it makes Biden, the idea is that it would make Biden or the people who believe in that look like idiots because Trump's like, look, it was just a joke. What, you think I'm really going to inject bleach? But he said it in a matter of fact way. And and it makes, you know what I mean? And, and it, throws the, it throws people off because it's like, you don't know how to take people and what they say and like, what's a joke and what's serious and... Uh, you know, should I be scared of what you're saying or not? And it's all very confusing. And, it, and it's, again, it's supposed to induce chaos. Right. 1984 doublespeak, right? Listen, I yes. believe that Donald Trump was just kidding. It's a, it's a very New York thing to do. We just say things sometimes. <laughs> yeah, right, right, <laughs> so right. I believe it. I believe it. But I'm not the president of the United States. He is. You understand? So he, he has to be held to a different standard. And when you say stuff like that, people are going to take it seriously because you're the freaking president. Right. The most powerful you know, so, uh, person on I, earth, I, arguably. I, I, what's that, buddy? He, he's, you know, arguably it's the most powerful person in the entire world is the president the of the United right. States. Right. If you, you know, I mean, and you and I know that there's, a, you know, different levels, you know, to this whole deal. But the yeah. perception of it is that he is the most powerful person in the world. Yes. So most people will take it that way. Yeah. You know, and, um, and he's been installed as president. And and uh, another thing that is huge with with the QAnon is is the Great Awakening. They use this often. It's the we're going through the Great Awakening right now. We have to support Donald Trump. Trust the plan because it's uh, the Great Awakening. And and this is perfect example of 1984. Up uh, up is down, down is up. Um, you know, double speak. Really, it's it's not the Great Awakening. It's it's the Great Divide. And I've said this often, <laughs> Donald Trump is the great divider. And this is the great divide. Not only have been, have we been divided by, as a country, between red and blue, you know? And I want to talk a little bit about the left-right paradigm because I, I think this is uh, the ultimate goal of, uh, of a Cambridge Analytica and of a QAnon. But, uh, not only have we been divided uh, by red and blue, but we've been divided by white, black, Latino, Asian, We've been divided by gender and anything else you could freaking think of. Mm. And then we've been divided in the alternative community mm -hmm. all because of this and their ultimate goal from the beginning. I know Isaac, you've been doing this a lot longer than I have. I've been, I've been reading and doing this stuff, but I, I just jumped into this about three or four years ago, as far as doing it on the level that you are, you know, mm. um, what we always said is uh, what's the solution? The solution is love and coming together. We have to come together. It is this simple. It's, it's, it's so simple, but it's incredibly difficult. Mm. We have to come together. Once we come together, everything falls apart. Everything. They can't. We hold them up. But if they keep us divided, they've got us. And at this point, I don't know where we go because we're so divided, so fragmented. You know, everybody has an opinion and no matter what type of proof is put in front of them, you're going to really have to prove it in order for people to remotely change their minds. Mm. It's been a big issue. And I think uh, that's what they've done. It's tribalism, you know, and uh, and uh, we've been, you know, cut up like a pizza pie into different tribes. And uh, and we take it personally when when uh, when something is pointed out from our leaders, we take it, we internalize it like if it's us, it's not us. These people don't represent us. They never have. You know, we, we have to do for ourselves. We can't trust the plan. You know, it's not where we go when we go all. Well, in this case, it is. We're all going to hell if we keep trusting this. 
So we need to snap out of it. I feel you, man. That's a, that's the 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 saying is they want it to be us versus us, so it's not us versus them. Exactly. Which you know that's that seems to be the it seems to be the key here to me. I agree with you there. I think, uh, and and that's why I've always. Well, not always, but as of recent, have been trying to sort of harp on the idea that we need to keep open minds and, and right. consider everything because I see this division being further cemented with this QAnon thing. This is like throwing a nuclear bomb in the truther movement because, you know, for it's very divisive. It's like there, there's very few people that are in the middle that are like, I don't know, let me look into it. Like I, I the comments that I get are either hardcore this is a psyop or hardcore this is the truth and you're an idiot for not believing it well the thing is isaac you know it, if it's the truth let, let's see some proof I, i'll i'll jump in i'll say damn man i was completely wrong can i have a seat in, at the table same you know I, i'd love to say that you know you know what they're pushing here is uh that everything is going to be good right that that uh, all diseases are going to go away and we're going to have free energy and uh the cabal which is the new world order, the Illuminati, man, they're going to be locked up because the white hats are getting, you know, and Donald Trump is fighting this war, you know, is fighting on our behalf. But then we see him at, at, on these debates acting like a 10 year old. How is that guy going to defeat the new world order? Yeah. You know, but then again, we haven't seen any anything. They just keep pushing the envelope and, and moving the goalpost to keep moving it and moving it. You know, and, and now it's like, well, he has to get elected for another four years in order for things to happen. Yeah, then, then you're going to start seeing the stuff happening. And and that's the new one. And then there'll be another one. Once he gets elected again, I mean, quite frankly, I don't know if he will. But uh, w- once if he does get elected again, it, it'll just keep uh, they'll just keep moving the golf ball. Yeah. yeah, that seems to be the precedent so far. That's what uh, Bill Maher and, you know, I watch all these I watch all these liberal things. I like stuff that supports my own viewpoint. <laughs> but <laughs> Bill Maher, he's been saying that since since Trump got in that like, hey, this guy shows characteristics of a narcissistic dictator and he's going to try to stay in office even past the election. Uh, and if he does win this next one, the argument is that he will, in fact, push for a third term. Uh, and this, again, will be used four years from now when when uh, he said when he tries to convince everyone like, hey, you know what, like. You, you can either vote whoever the next bogeyman is on the liberal side, or you can have me come in and really clean house and get rid of this deep state, you know, because they pick these, these wedge issues like, like the child abuse stuff, which is a genuine problem. And they sort of dangle it over your head. Like, well, either you're with QAnon or you're with the child abusers. And I'm like, whoa, hang on a minute. Like, I don't want neither one of these, right. <laughs> neither one of these things, man. And, uh, it, it, it's it's wild, man. I, I've had conversations with people, and it's it's a uh, this is a real problem, and, and that's why you see the mainstream media covering QAnon like you've never seen before. In the last, I would argue, the last few weeks, it's really been ramping up their coverage of it, and uh, it fuels a lot of the QAnon folks because they're like, "Oh, here right. we go. Here's the mainstream media, you know, <laughs> lying about us again." And yeah, man, yeah, yeah. You know, well, and, and, um, and, and that's, that's key, right? Because uh, if the mainstream media is putting it out, then people don't believe it. And because the mainstream media hasn't, hasn't done themselves any favors. So yeah. people look at it like, oh, look, they're covering QAnon and they're taking this thing apart. We must be right. Yeah. They're attacking Donald Trump. We must be right. What we need to realize is they're attacking Donald Trump. Don't internalize it. That is not you. They're attacking Donald Trump. This is a war that does not include us. It does not include us. 
All right. They, they, they wanted to manipulate us is the only thing. And that's on both sides. That's on both sides. And, and they've, they've, uh, managed to figure it out. If Hillary Clinton would have got elected in 2016, we would have been a lot better off. And I'll tell you why the community would have been wide awake at this point. We were already pushing away from the left right paradigm. We weren't both Republicans and Democrats had the worst ratings. Nobody wanted to deal with this. The voted, the voter turnout in 2016 was really, really low. And that was Trump and Hillary. And Hillary is so uncharismatic that she lost. Mm-hmm. Right. But, um, um, what did this serve to do? The Cambridge Analytica plot. Um, it, uh, it, it put Trump in office, but it did something more. It re, it re-energized the left right paradigm. Now mm-hmm. everybody has a side. Everybody has, uh, either, either Democrat or Republican. It's going to be record breaking voter turnout this year. Because people are are involved in in the soap opera that is politics now, because of Donald Trump. This was an incredible, an incredible um, plot that these people put together, and they've executed it, and it worked. It worked, and and uh, they've done it with QAnon as well, in order to keep us at at our at our throats, in order to divide us. That's 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 the ultimate thing here, man. You know, they they, they wanted to the Mercers and. Uh, and Steve Bannon wanted their own Palantir. Alexander Nix, I don't know if you're familiar with Palantir, but it's a, it's a company run by Peter Thiel. Mm-hmm. Came straight out of the CIA, you know, and, uh, the name Palantir was given to the company because it was straight out of the Lord of the Rings, uh, um, book series. I think it's J.J.R. Tolkien, right? I forget, mm-hmm. I forget the name of the, of the, mm-hmm. of the author of these, uh, books, but uh, Palantir were, were the seeing stones. That was the name of, uh, of the seeing stones. It was called Palantir. Mm-hmm. And that they were able to communicate, you know, uh, from, with people from, uh, uh, that were very far away or they were able to see other parts of the world that they wouldn't have been in, you know, uh, and that's what they want. They want full control, sp- full spectrum dominance. They want to be able to see everything and by seeing everything and we're giving them all our information. We're giving them everything by seeing that and having all our in- information, they will manipulate us without us even knowing. They will say, well, he's going to take a left step right now. And now he's going to take a right step and they'll be right. And they have been right. And this is why we find ourselves in the, in the pickle that we do right now. In the words of the great Sam Tripoli, dude, you just blew my mind. <laughs> I think you're right, man. You're, you're a hundred percent right. That's a thought that never went through my mind was that all of this has in fact re-energized the left right paradigm because I've always been an unaffiliated and I like going to the third rail. The, uh, I like these, you know, uh, green party. I like all these like non-traditional parties, which never have a chance, you know, and guess what's happening this year. This is the first, and I, and I've only been paying attention to elections since, you know, you know, Bush, uh, you know, 2003 or four or whatever it was. And this is the first year and it's just hitting me now that you're saying this that. I haven't heard a peep about who's running for on the third party ticket. Not one peep. There's a third party. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whereas bad. in 16, it was like Jill Stein. And uh, before that, it was like Gary Johnson on the Libertarian Party. And like, I, I, I never even thought about it this year. This is the first time I haven't even thought about it. And I think, man, this is, you're right, man. This is really cementing the left-right paradigm and and we as the truth community as far as i knew from all the indoctrination i've had in in conspiracy theory is that we do not subscribe to a left-right paradigm we do now we do now and qanon is the reason we do 
And I'm with you, you, dude. I think, and, and, uh, Peter Thiel was also, I I believe Trump's number one, uh, donor, financial donor. Yeah. He threw money his way. Yeah. So, so yeah, you've got this Palantir connection and, and, and you're, you're right, man. They, the, the motive to get people entrenched in the left, right paradigm is predictability. So you have predictability plus data equals control. And that's what this is all about. It's a sad state of affairs, but you're absolutely right, man. And um, the dangerous part about it is this started with the Obama administration, right? And they started uh, targeting social media in order to motivate voters to come out and vote, right? And uh, then it evolved and turned into, you know, what we see today with Cambridge Analytica, which no longer exists under that name anymore. Um, But now the secret's out. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> that's the, that is that is the big problem now the secret's out and we're not doing anything to combat this we continue to put all our information on social media you know tiktok and uh, all this other stuff we we continue to do all of that and um we're giving curious. away our essence we're giving away our personality and our allow, allowing ourselves to be completely manipulated by an external source yeah yeah, and, and, and I wonder, I've wondered about this TikTok ordeal because they said, oh, you know, China's, they're, it's privacy invasion. They're stealing way more data than they put on. So we need to uh, give it to Microsoft so they could steal the data. You know, yeah, they it's can like, steal it, right, right. If anyone's going to steal our data, it's us, damn it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, shoot, man, you're, you're a smart man, Billy Ray Valentine. Um, tell, tell my audience here where they can find you. If they're unfamiliar with your work, they'll really, they'll really enjoy your show. Uh, t- tell them where they can find you. Well, man, you know, I, first off, I just want to say it's been a pleasure and an honor, bro, to, to, to be on with you. You know, um, earlier I said I'm doing things on your level. I'm, I'm not. I just said that. Like, <laughs> oh, no, you are, man. Yeah, I'm I, not I even close. You, I'm not you even close. Isaac. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do my part, but, uh, but you've been doing it for a lot longer and it's a, it's a, it's an honor to be on. Uh, big shouts to the Andrew Bello who listens to your show all the time. And he's probably uh, tearing his hair out right now because he's very, very pro Trump. Um, I don't know why. I don't, I don't understand it. Uh, but uh, but he is. So shouts to him. Um, thank you for giving me the opportunity, man. You can find me on uh, the Infinite Fringe dot Podbeam dot com. You know, you can find it on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, the Infinite Fringe. You can find it up there. It's a it's mostly an inter interview based uh, show. Sometimes I go off on tangents by myself, but mostly it's a it's an interview interview uh, based show. Isaac's been on several times. I love having him on and talking about his work. Um, you can find me over on Iconic. Uh, that's uh, the David Ike slash uh, Jamie Ike uh, platform, and I do America Unplugged over there. That is a paid. Uh, that's under a paywall, by the way. So I, I should warn you: the the fringe is is free, but um, uh, Iconic is under a paywall. Uh, I'm also on Truth Frequency Radio, iHeart Radio on uh, Sundays, doing the Infinite Fringe live. And if you tune in live on Sunday, it, you can catch me there. That's absolutely free for the live one. Um, the archives are not, and I have nothing to do with that. But all the archives are mainly on. InfiniteFringe.podbeam.com anyway, so you can find them there. And um, I do do wrestling stuff too. I d- oh yeah, there <laughs> I, we go. I, I, I started doing a wrestling podcast a long, long time ago, and I can't seem to shake it, even though the product is so bad. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on uh, uh, HackerHameen.podbeam.com doing the Wednesday locker room. That's WLR along with um, the Andrew Bello and the Strangler Steve King. And uh, you can find me over at the PW Hustle from time to time. Uh, there's a guy uh, called the Mass Man. Kind of sounds like me, not me, but kind of sounds like me. And it's talking <laughs> professional wrestling, but uh, that's it, it, man. man. I just watched. You, I just watched a couple. Uh, uh, I went over to my boy's house yesterday. We were watching some 
ladder matches with uh, <laughs> who, who's the king of ladder matches? Jason Hardy. The oh, the Hardys, right? Matt Hardy and Jeff, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, the, yeah, Jeff yeah. Hardy. You're like, I'm on, I'm unfamiliar with these like 2000s wrestlers, but man, I was wild, man. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, dude, these, how are these guys still alive? Yeah, man. That, that, a lot of them don't look so good nowadays from yeah. what they did back then. But yeah, rough lifestyle. Anyways, all right, man. I'll post, I'll post links to all your shows in the show notes and on IlluminatiWatcher.com in case people didn't catch that. Uh, and uh, yeah, thanks again, man. I appreciate your time and. Uh, Way to uh, way to be one of the people out there trying to hold us truthers honest, man. Appreciate you. Nah, man, I appreciate you, and I appreciate everybody that's listening today. Thank you for having me, and thank you for listening to the show. I appreciate everybody. There you have it. Love is the key. Open up your heart coherence. Love is the key, and this whole left-right paradigm was the goal from the beginning. It's further entrenched us into the left and right. That was the goal from day one because everyone was losing interest in the two parties, the two-party system, which is bullshit. And that's what this is all about. That's what I'm sticking to, and until I'm persuaded otherwise, I'm not going to talk about it again. That's QAnon. In a nutshell, you got four, five, six hours of QAnon there. For all you people that were clamoring for QAnon, there it is. Look, I, like we said on the show, like I don't, I don't condemn people that support this thing. Lots of people I like support this thing. I just haven't seen the evidence. It doesn't ha- hold to my rigor of belief. That's all I'm saying, and I'm not saying it never will. Like, go for it, man. Like, I hope so. I hope all this stuff's true, and I'll, I'll be the first one to be like, you know what? Those QAnon folks were right all along. But until then, that's it for me. With QAnon, we're going to get back to what I do best, aliens and movies, right? That's what you want to talk about, fun stuff, not this nonsense. This is all the political nonsense, right? But yeah, check out my man Billy Ray Valentine on Infinite Fringe, on Iconic for America Unplugged, Truth Frequency Radio, and I'll put all the links in the show notes and on IlluminatiWatcher.com. Check all those out, and if you want more on aliens and and how that fits into stuff, because that's going to be the next boss after we get past all the election stuff. That's the next one, is the aliens. Don't lose sight of that. That'll be in the next five years. Check out my book, Aliens, UFOs, and the Occult, Use Your Illusion 1, now available on Amazon. You can get signed paperbacks if I got them in stock on the Gumroad store, like Bubblegum, gumroad.com backslash Isaac W. And my Audible self-narrated book will be on Audible any day now so be sure to get that i got all my books on there you can check them all out for yourself make it easy listen to the show while you're pretending to work and look i won't judge you for that you're in your little cubicle right now with a little airpod in pretending like you're typing up an email for your tps reports we all know what you care about so i'm right there with you old buddy check out all those things and until next time my friends stay woke <laughs>